Mess It Up podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Hey guys, welcome to the Mess It Up podcast. Uh, it's the Bowtie Guy here. It is show number 256. It's February 21st. And guess what tomorrow is? That's right. It's my birthday. I'll be 55. Uh, we should use Sammy Hagar for the song of the week this week. Oh, please no. No, we probably won't. You might have heard right there, that is the dulcet tones of uh, my friend Kimberly, the roaming hot dog queen. Uh, she uh, runs Roaming Hot Dog Kitchen here in town and um, also does RDK Catering. And you've heard her on the show before. Welcome back, Kimberly. Welcome. Thank yeah. you. Well, she welcomed me. I welcomed you, yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I love having people on the show. They just, you know, normally, no problem, and then you just put a microphone in front of someone, they get super nervous. You know what really makes people freak out? If you have a microphone and a camera. When I used to do video, yeah, people, no cameras. super, super hard to get people to feel comfortable on a camera. Um, we are here in the beautiful Mess It Up uh, podcast studios. You probably heard Jimmy the truck driver go by. Um, we'll be having some of that, uh, but it is what it is. Um, it's a little bit weird for me getting used to the studio because I keep adding things in and I'm, I'm now recording on the computer that is the, the studio computer, and so my monitor is behind me. So I can't see my levels, I can't see what's going on, and it's really something that I'm just used to looking at as I go. So Your ADD is kicking in. Yeah, it's, it's going to drive me just a little bit buggy today, but <laughs> that's, that's just the way things work sometimes, I guess. Um, I do want to tell you this. We are uh, all over the place on the interwebs. Uh, we like to do stuff like the Facebooks, and the uh, the Instagrams and all that kind of stuff. So check us out on those social media platforms. See where we are. We are on Reddit. Nobody visits me on Reddit. I, I type stuff, and it's just, you know, a little moron typing in his own little cell. I feel like a monk. Like, I'm the, I'm the Reddit monk. Um, but come check me out on Reddit. I don't it's think that's possible. You're not able to be quiet. Uh, well, chicky-tacky, yeah. But uh, check it out. It's a messed up ministries on uh, Reddit, and we like to talk about things, and it's more fun to talk when people talk back uh, to me. So check that out. If you want to join in and be part of the team that helps out the show, you can do it in a lot of different ways. The easiest thing to do is just tell someone, hey, check out the show. Send them a show link, maybe uh, put it in a, an email or a text in the morning to your family or something like that, and just say, hey, I heard this, I liked it, why don't you check it out? You can also post it on the social media places we just said, and other ones if you want. I forgot, we are on MySpace, so you know maybe put it on your MySpace. Uh, but you can also become a, a rebuilder in our uh, Nehemiah project, which is uh, the way that we're helping to rebuild our building here in town. Which needs a lot of tender, loving care. It needs a lot of tender, loving care. It also needs a lot of brutal care. Uh, we're going to have to do a lot of work on this building. I'll, I'll put up some pictures. Um, yes, I think they'd be great. Uh, what's going on so you can see exactly what we're talking about. I'll get some inside pictures and put it on Instagram this week. But um, you could do that by joining our text to give, which is by texting the word MUM to 760-WALLS-CA, which winds up being 925-5722, for those of you who uh, like the numbers and not the letters. Uh, but that will help <laughs> rebuild the walls of our building, also get us into the walls of the prisons um, here in California doing good stuff. We just got back into the prison last night. Uh, we had a prison that was on a 10-day lockdown because they found some weapons, and so they shut everyone down while they were doing searches. 
And so it was really good to be back uh, with the guys last night. And your generous donations make it possible for us to do those kind of things because uh, gas ain't cheap. I saw no, I was somewhere uh, in Tehachapi this last weekend at one station, diesel was close to $7 a gallon. Oh, my gosh. Uh, wow. I was like, holy mattress. Well, good thing that you don't have a diesel. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, so, uh, and, and my friend, uh, uh, Donnie, who works at a gas company, uh, um, an oil company, not a gas company, but an oil company, uh, he says more people are pulling up in Teslas in their lot. And like, you know, we're an oil company, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, you, you paid for that electric car by selling oil. But anyhow... Um, gas is expensive. There's the uh, end of the line. So uh, if you want to join us, uh, you can do that. If you don't, the show is free as always. So we're just happy that you're here sharing in the nonsense with us. Speaking of nonsense, it's probably time for me to introduce our uh, word of the week, which is a fun one. This one was brought to us by uh, my friend here, uh, Miss Kimberly. And she said that she thought we should have the word paradigm in our uh, word of the week for this show. And a paradigm is like, um, it's like a model. It's like the way some, it, it, an idea of, of something or a pattern. Pattern. Yeah. It's and usually what I go to when I think a paradigm is a pattern. And pa- patterns can be good and they can be bad. We can break them. Yeah. But yeah. It, it's one word that always kind of just, once I found out what paradigm meant, it uh, it resonates with me. And if you use the word <laughs> paradigm correctly in your sentences this week, give yourself 10 points, but I'm going to give you a bonus bonus. Wow. Yeah. If you want 15 points, mispronounce it as paradigm. Yes. And, and drive then, people nuts. And watch their eyes roll as I did when Paul said that to me this morning. Yeah. Yeah. So, Fantastic. Uh, yeah. So anyhow, paradigm, there you go. Uh, roam about the country, spreading... Big words and big ideas. Speaking of a big idea, this is a big idea that I've had. I've wanted to do this show literally for months. Um, on my uh, computer, I, I've got a, a spreadsheet that has all of my data for the show. It's got my song of the week, my word of the week, and, and the ideas or anything special that came up or any links. So I can keep track of all that when I post it. And, and I used to do show notes uh, back when we first started. And I wanted to make sure I had everything. I also um, found that I was repeating my song of the week every once in a while. So I had to keep track of things so I didn't do that. So I've had my my idea for shows. I'll, I'll type them in as I'm driving down the road or whatever. And this idea came to me well over a year ago. And it's just been in the big idea slot. And then as I come along and I do shows, I just keep moving it down and down and down. And everyone I have on, I'm like... Uh, hey, here's an idea for show. And everybody's like, yeah, no, I don't know what to say about that one. I don't want to. And I was talking about this with Kimberly on the hot dog truck the other day. She's like, I'll talk about that. And I was like, yeah. So we get to finally do this show that I wanted to do for a while. And I'm really sorry. I'm excited. I I just looked at my time levels. (laughs) Not the time, but the levels. And I I noticed my, my exuberance was probably a little loud in your ears. I apologize for that. But the idea that I had was that if you do something right, you need to pay attention. That... So often in life, I've do, done the wrong thing, and I'm not paying attention. And so when I start doing the right things, I need to I need to start changing those patterns. And it's all about patterns, which is why you came with paradigm. Just yes, the gears just meshed yeah. right there. All right, my engine is turning now. This is 
This is good. She also brought a song of the week, which plays into all this. Oh, my gosh. Talk about themes. Holy cow. We need to get you a podcast, Kimberly. Oh, yeah. Exactly what I need to add to my life. Thank you, Paul. It's fun. I like to be able to join you on occasion and ramble like we do inside the truck. I keep on thinking <laughs> of, of new podcasts that I could do, and I'm like, oh, that would be a fun podcast. That would be a fun podcast. And I realize that it's a, it's a commitment that you've got to do. And same thing with like a blog. My blog just turned uh, eight years old uh, at the beginning of February. And a comment that was made to me by my boss at the time when I started doing the blog was, do you really think you'll be able to do this every week consistently throughout the whole year? And I was like, well, yeah, I'm going to. It's going to happen. And That goes uh, into the whole thing about creating a pattern and paying attention when something's done right. Mercy. Man, see, this is why it's better. This is why you need to join me on Reddit. So I'm not just rambling forever. You can say, hey, you just made a good point. Stop. Let's read it. <laughs> so um, so how do we know what's going on in, in life? Like, you know, I said, if you do something right, how do you, Kimberly, not, not you, generally you, but you, Kimberly, how do you personally determine if you're doing the right thing, the wrong thing, good thing, bad thing? How do you make those judgments on what's going on in your life? Are you saying processes or do you mean morally? Sure. Both? Yeah. Okay. Or uh, either or neither. <laughs> for me, I, I usually will come at this uh, subject more for how I handle my work and my projects and different things. I know when it's going right when I'm not completely frustrated. That doesn't mean that the pattern can't be improved. Mm -hmm. It can't be changed uh, somehow, but... I know when it's really not going right because I'm just fighting the situation mm. where I don't feel like I am completing in a time frame that it's proper. A reasonable time frame. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I I agree with that like 90%. And I'm not saying it's all of it, but right. I know for my for myself that's kind of it. Because I look at it and I think, okay, well, that makes sense that, you know, and a lot of times that's, I think, the the metric that people will use. And I've heard people say so many times, you know, well, God just keeps opening doors, so it must be God's will. And I'm like, well, God's not the only thing that opens up doors. You know? I agree with that. And, and, and sometimes I have things going real well in life. And it's not, I can look back and say, yeah, that God's will was not being done in that. That was just, I was manipulating the system or evil was conspiring and making things. And, you know, it's just, there's 8 billion people in the world. Stuff you know, everyone's got free will mm -hmm. and we're going to bump into each other. And sometimes it's going to be good. Sometimes it's not going to be so good. Um, and, and so I try not to do that, but it is easy to think if it's going well, it must be good. But sometimes I'm doing the right things and it's hard. And I think how you just worded that too, is that, did I manipulate the situation to have it that mm. these, you know, that if things were able to happen for me in the time frame I want and we will do that because we'll end up having maybe that circle of friends that we would normally talk to. We're not speaking to them. So I'm going right. to, I'm going to talk to somebody that's going to validate my opinion or the, you know, what I want to do. And yeah, that's, that's not uh, necessarily the right thing either. So I think a lot of times we do end up trying to, if we want our way, we're going to find any way to do that. Yes. Yes. And, well, we see a lot of that in our world. But isn't that part of it where 
in community and relationships that we have people that keep us in check saying, hey, that seems like the wrong direction. Where are you going? What is happening with you? Especially if you've all of a sudden shifted a pattern of what you've done in the past and you know, your friends are kind of confused. Yeah. We were listening to a podcast yesterday and the person was talking about an intervention and my parents didn't know what an intervention was. And I said, that was a popular term we that was, have one with them. You, <laughs> <laughs> it was a term that was used, you know, for people with alcoholism and drugs a lot in the nineties is when it came about, but they, they had no familiarity. And so I, I'm explaining it to them. And like I told them, I said, that that whole term was used because people saw somebody in their life just going off the rails and they didn't know what was happening. And not that I was always necessarily going into a recovery program or um, rehab, but, you know, I, I just thought that was one of those. I thought that's a good demonstration of sometimes when your pattern has changed, it may be that that much where you need an intervention. Yeah. And I know working with prison ministry, working in recovery, I see people with patterns and even little kids. Um, I got a video the other day and my son-in-law sent me a, a video and said, Cam uh, made a slide. And so he figured out that they had the, the mattress for the bed was like, they'll have the bed on the ground and then they pick it up and move it and just stack it against the wall so there's more floor space for the boys to run around and play. And Camden figured out that he could climb up the mattress and slide down it. And so you got this little one-and-a-half, almost two-year-old kid climbing up and then sliding down. And, and, you know, he did that through trial and error. And so much of life is trial and error. Even a, a rat in a maze right. will go through and, and figure these things out. And as I see the fellows I work with in the prison, they've worked out things where they... You, you test and you prod and you see where there's resistance and where there's not resistance and that's where you go. And and so often, like you said, it gets us into different circles where those people won't stop me. If I'm getting into an addictive behavior, probably not going to do it with my family and be like, you know what, here's what we're doing for Christmas this year, guys. I got everyone a crack pipe and we got some crack and we're just going to, let's all get high. It, it just doesn't happen. It might. There are yeah. some dysfunctional families. But typically what happens is is those behaviors happen away, and you find people who find that acceptable right? and will gravitate to where things are acceptable. Mm-hmm. The stuff that I observe in the prison is not as acceptable on the streets, but that's the way it works there. And, and it, it doesn't have to be nefarious things. Right. Um, you know, the way that... I ate when I was incarcerated. It's like, wow, we would we would make a spread, call it a spread, and it's basically stuff that you put together and make a big stew soup thing. Or and Dorito tamales. It's yeah. And 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 it works. And I, I remember coming home and telling my kids, Hey, I'm gonna make you a spread. This is I know it sounds gross, but you're gonna you're gonna like this. And I, I made a very close semblance of a spread. And they're like, what on earth have you given us? This is horrible. Like, I would rather go and, you know, get a pizza or go to McDonald's or grab something out of the fridge because they didn't have the need to do it this way. Right. But when I was in those circles, it was like, this is great. I mean, that's, that's how we celebrated. We'd all get together and make a spread. And that was like party time. And my and kids were yeah. being punished. And that's the pattern in, in 
in jail, like you mentioned, being incarcerated, you, you're using the tools that you have. And there's the difference. I think a lot of times people don't even look around at the tools that they have to see how can I change things in my world to make it better or even emotionally. And you'd said, you know, when you'd asked about patterns and I'm like, the other thing that we so often kind of ignore is we have patterns of justification, mm-hmm. um, patterns of being convicted and not moving on it or when we are. And I think that that's actually the other area that you have to try and, you know, analyze, um, for your, for your conscience of yeah. how, how you're doing things. Because right. I know that there's those times that I definitely, um, I know I shouldn't either be thinking a certain way or acting a certain way. And I, I feel very justified in my actions because of X, Y, and Z. Right. Right. And external factors. And that's where I have to remind myself how do I change that? And what am I really hearing in my spirit going, you're saying this to yourself, though you know this. Yeah. And and that is that the conviction of God that I know we all really want to ignore. Yeah. Well, and I think everybody has a superpower that is to be the great justification machine. And I can work on a way to make it so I, it's not only okay that I do this, but I actually deserve to do this. This is... I, I deserve whatever it is, that, yeah. that, that third donut. I'm such you know? a good human. I deserve. Yes, yes. And um, it doesn't help. And, and there was something that you had said, and I was going to comment on it, but my mind is a, is a whir now, so I, I don't know. It'll come to me in the second half. But what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to take it to our song of the week that Kimberly brought. This is a song by the band Lifehouse, which um, they're still around doing stuff, uh, I noticed. Uh, But uh, this song is from back in 2007, and it's called Disarray. So we're going to give you about 90 seconds of Lifehouse, and we'll be back on the other side to talk about the song and to talk about doing something right and uh, continue to do it. So here's Lifehouse with Disarray. Kimberly, that was your song, so I'm going to let you have the first crack at it. What stood out on that song to you? Uh, 
the reason that I picked this song was actually when you had mentioned your idea of the topic for the podcast, we were actually in the midst of setting up the truck and I was thinking how much I like patterns and how much I like order because I have a certain way that I set up and I have a definite one through 12 steps mm-hmm. of that I'm doing in the morning, you know, put the banner on, take the trash cans out, whatever. And when those do not go in the same order, it messes stuff up really, really royally. (laughs) And it's always funny because I set up different. But I also realized that as much as I like order, it's okay to step back and realize you can't control everything and you can learn as you maneuver through the disarray. Um, Because God's there and it's not one of those places that I'm totally alone. And I'm able to remind myself that as much as I, I want <laughs> all of it to be set out in, in this world, it, that's not the way it works. Yeah, and, you know, you were asking in the break uh, if this was going the direction I wanted to go, and sometimes that difference is where the beauty is, is mm-hmm. in the, you know, the, the unexpected. Um, the thing that stood out to me on this song was um, in the bridge, it says, if this was any other day, I'd pretend to know where I stand. Mm-hmm. And I look at that and I think, okay, that's the way I take that is kind of like, I'll do it tomorrow. Because mm-hmm. tomorrow is not 24 hours away. Tomorrow right. never gets here. That's right. Yeah, that's, abs- I, I, that's a great perspective. And, I don't think a lot of people see life that way. Yeah, and I, I think, okay, so so today everything is crazy. Any other day would be perfect. Every, you know, my life is always perfect except for right now. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's stuff works except for right now. And... And it's easy for me to get into that kind of perception and perspective that it's just like, if this one thing changed, it would be better. Um, And don't you find when you've thought that, I mean, how quickly you just go, that was really stupid. And and for us, we have an ongoing joke because of the truck. So we have older equipment. We have things that are going to break that are going to, yes, like you, you are, I watch you break on a daily basis. Your back gives out and I go, oh gosh, he's going to die. But uh, when we first opened, we would have equipment die. And, you know, the steam table, we ended up having a tire blowout. Um, The generator went work, pick something. And so it hit me that I finally started making this comment and it was an ongoing joke of, and it breathed its last and it died. And <laughs> because that's all that was happening. And when I, I, there was a, there was a feeling that I was thinking, how many more things, God, how many more things do I have to deal with? And I said, that's not the way life works. There's times that we go two years and nothing's broke. So that's okay. Yeah. I'm not going to worry about it, but it's not because I ended up doing something wrong either. We just live in a world of entropy where things are going to fall apart. Well, and and there's the disarray. Yes, and if if we, um, it, for me personally, if things keep going the same way all the time, I get bored with it. <laughs> really, you know, and it's not that I'm hoping that things break, but I like the excitement of different. Right. And you know, the, the, uh, the last week on the truck where we we had a microwave that was brand new, took it out of the box. I mean, you could still smell the styrofoam. Yeah. And before we even opened, it broke. <laughs> and you know that made it interesting. It and, did. And it's just those kind of things that that that's what keeps me coming back for more is the difference in what's going on. And that's actually a perfect example of how when you when you know things are going right or you have seen things 
I think adapting to a situation, yeah, the bro microwave was broken. That was a kind of a scramble. We were trying to make sure that we were able to have food ready for people that were, we were going to serve. But in the midst of that, you and I both were able to come up with a solution that worked, just like I did one the day that my dad thought he was going to have a microwave too. Um, we, we just come up with different solutions. Yeah. And it, it doesn't mean that it's wrong. Mm -hmm. It just... You have to kind of figure it out. It's different. And, you know, your pattern changes, your paradigm changes. Mm -hmm. um, work is one of those I don't ones. I know paradigms are allowed to change so much as they have to shift. There you go. Paradigm's yeah. shifting. Yeah. Sea changes. <laughs> yeah. There's a sea change with a paradigm shift. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, just blew a hole into that beautiful thought. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing with this song is it actually is reminiscent to me of U2's I Still Haven't Found What I'm Looking For. Bonus song of the week. Bonus song of the week, yes. Uh, that song was actually our class song, and our administrators were infuriated with our senior class. But I think it's still not a not negative because it is one of those things. You are looking for something. That doesn't mean you're a failure. It doesn't mean that you don't have other patterns that you've created that are positive in your life. You're still looking, and I think all of us are looking because we're all, you know, people that are on a journey and we're traveling through it. So why was that a negative? I'm not really certain, but I do remember that being the case. And this song kind of reminds me of that also. Yeah. And um, the thing I like about just the idea of, you know, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. I'm looking for something. It's not that I've given up. It's not that I'm hopeless. It's not that there's nothing good in the world. It's just I haven't found what I'm looking for. And, and that means I'm still curious. I'm still searching. I'm still seeking for more. It's, it's why I pick up my Bible each day. Mm -hmm. Because I'm, I'm reading it, and, and I've read all of the words in the Bible. I've read it in a couple of different translations. But I still read it because I'm, I'm still looking and and I know that there's going to be more depth there as I keep looking. And as you read through again, you end up seeing something that you never saw before. We're actually listening to a different podcast right now, mm -hmm. um, which is called the Bama Podcast. And it was introduced to us through one a different podcast I listened to, but it's from a Jewish perspective. And he reminds the listener that it's an ancient text and it's written to Jews. And it's trying to reframe the stories that they had heard that were folklore and recorrect it for what God's story truly is. And talk about learning something that I hadn't seen. And you're right. Going back through the word, I end up seeing that I am looking. I haven't found what I'm looking for because <laughs> I thirst for more knowledge. Yeah. And I haven't had that in a really long time. Yeah. But... Just listening to that and then other books that we've been reading, even your and my conversations that we have on a frequent basis, I thrive on that. Shelly, also who helped on the truck, she and I had that, and I'm going to miss her desperately. Yeah. But um, that's feeding the soul, and we know that that's where 
God is able to help us direct us in the right direction and and give us that um, a newer pattern that yeah we're able to uh, follow yeah and and so as we're going through and trying to theoretically improve ourselves looking for the the better thing you know I keep going and visiting different donut shops looking for you know the best donut or you know who makes a better burrito or burger or whatever and and finding these things that are you know better than the last that I had and and the search for improvement and I'm hopefully doing that to myself and I, I'm 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 taking it back to that thing so when I do something right it's so easy for me as a person working in recovery working in prisons and a person in recovery to look and find the negatives uh, I, I I always do this. Uh, this I'm always messing this up. I'm I'm such a moron. I goof this up again, and I find those negative things that I've done. And people are very happy to point them out for us. If if you can't find your faults, just ask someone, and and you'll find someone to tell you what your faults are. True, and I think also in the fact that if you end up having it where. Like you just said, you're, we, we point out the negatives in other people or as your pursuit of food and donuts. <laughs> um, I think that if we end up analyzing things in that manner, that is how we are able to improve ourselves. It's not always the negative talk that you ended up just describing, calling yourself a moron. You end up just saying, you know, I really have been going up this the wrong way. I am able to improve. I'm able to stop right now. Where do I need to change my perspective on this person, on what I'm doing, um, how I look at my house? I mean, we end up being judgy on everything. And when you stop doing that and release it, it's very freeing. Mm -hmm. It is because I think that we want to look at it through the lens of the Instagram camera, Mm -hmm. that everything's perfect. And when they, you know, have those behind the scenes shots so often I mean, you look at this disaster of a space that somebody's been creating that beautiful picture in, but I'm like, that's all the messy part. And I actually had talked with somebody about that recently. There was a song that keep, kept being used on clips, and it's, you know, let, let's skip to the good part. And I absolutely detested hearing that each time because they showed the beginning of a project, and then they jumped to the end. And I'm like, all the work in between was cut out. And unfortunately, a lot of our world thinks that that's the way it's going to work. And it doesn't. Yeah. And I would rather share with people when I've completely screwed up, you know, that I just, I totally forgot to make chili today, you know, or whatever. Yeah. I mean, own it. Don't, don't just, don't try and gloss it over. Don't make it look pretty all the time. Life is kind of messy. Yeah. Hence the yeah. messed up yeah. podcast. On, on brand. Yeah. Yes. And it's, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking about the uh, commercial that's running right now for, you know, Google's new phone. And they're, you know, one of the features they show is, you know, take people out or those unwanted features. Out yes. Features that was you disturbing. Out, you know, <laughs> oh, the people aren't there anymore. And, right. Um, we, we, we want to create a fake perfection. Right. And the reason that I take a picture is to capture a moment. Mm-hmm. And when I start doctoring it up, I'm not capturing the moment anymore. I'm capturing the dream of the moment. Right. It's not a reality. I mean, the photograph is a reality teller. And and now we doctor it up to make it something different. And then people will doctor it and then put it out there as though it is real. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, I mean, scroll through your Facebook right now, people. Those pictures you're seeing... Some of them are not real. Some of them have been 
goofed up and we're so good at doing it now, we can fake it with video. True. And I think that's where also we have to be reminded as believers and, you know, followers of Christ that there is no filter on who we are. We are not able to end up just saying, I'm a good piece of fruit. Mm. He really is a fruit inspector and he sees the fruit that we are. So if we are lying to ourselves that we are, you know, a good person, he's able to see through that. But the thing is, is we always have the opportunity to stop and change. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. don't have to continue doing those things. Yeah. But you know, that's I mean, there's that Instagram filter, Facebook filter, whatever you want to say, we don't get to perfect that from him. We yeah. have to be honest and and we do have an opportunity to change how we're doing things. And when you see that pattern, yeah, make those changes to make it better. Yes. You know, recognize the good stuff, do the good stuff again. Right. Recognize the bad stuff don't do the bad stuff as often, mm-hmm. you know, which seems easy. Yeah. I mean, my, my friend Dan, um, when he first, one of the first times I heard him preach at this point, he weighed probably, you know, well, several hundred pounds. And he said, you know, it's easy to lose weight, eat right and exercise more. <laughs> I know that. And then he kind of pointed himself. He said, I don't do that. Right. Uh, so knowing what to do and doing it are different. Mm-hmm. And most of the stuff that we need to do, really isn't that complicated. Right. It's just but, well, doing it. It's just doing it. And I don't want to say that it's always laziness. That is a big factor of it, you know, when it comes to changing our life. People are genuinely lazy. And unfortunately, we have a device that's in our hand anymore that is very, very distracting. Mm-hmm. But it is amazing how much you're able to accomplish <laughs> if you put your phone down oh, I was thinking and put donut. it in another room. Oh, the donut. Yeah, put the donut down. <laughs> But, you know, talking about change, I actually had brought this with me. Um, It's something that I had had a uh, teacher in high school give me, and uh, I still have it. Uh, It's called An Autobiography in Five Short Chapters, uh, Moving On by Portia Nelson. Uh, Chapter one, I walk down the street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I fall in. I am lost. I am helpless. It isn't my fault. It takes forever to find a way out. Chapter two. I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I pretend I don't see it. I fall in. I can't believe I'm in the same place again, but it isn't my fault. It takes. A, it still takes a long time to get out. Chapter 3. I walk down the same street. There is a deep hole in the sidewalk. I see it is there. I still fall in. It is a habit. My eyes are open. I know where I am. It is my fault. I get out immediately. Chapter 4. I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I walk around it. Chapter five, I walk down another street. Mm. And we do have choices. We can change what we're doing to improve our our world around us and to improve the world of others around us. And I came across this actually while I was sorting my stuff, (laughs) a.k.a. junk. Um, But I just thought it was very pertinent when you'd... Yeah, mentioned about knowing what we're doing is yeah, right. We and don't have to keep going down the that, same thing, and we don't yeah. have to. We don't have to build a bridge across the gap. We can just go right a different direction. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So excellent. Well, uh, notice patterns in your life, uh, folks, and um, like I said, repeat the good ones. Try to uh, eliminate or at least diminish the bad ones, and. And pay attention when you're doing those good things. Give yourself a pat on the back. Give yourself some appreciation for the good stuff that you've done. 
um, give us some appreciation for the stuff that we've done <laughs> by following us on Instagram or on Facebook, uh, Becoming a Rebuilder. Uh, that number is uh, 760-WALLS-CA-925-5722. Text the word MUM and you can help uh, join us uh, financially to make the show and the building a little bit better. Be looking on Instagram for pictures of the building. I'll, I'll show you what it is that we've got going on here. Uh, you've probably seen some pictures of the studio. It's it's like, I'm like getting closer and closer all the time. I, and now I'm just... It is. It, uh, it's more fit and finish stuff now. I'm, I'm doing some, some fun things, but... Um, Functionally, we're pretty much there. We'd still like to get a little bit less sound in here from uh, Jimmy the truck driver, but uh, it is what it is. So yeah. um, um, I'm, I'm very pleased with it so far. So um, thank you for being here. Thanks for supporting the show. Don't forget to tell people about it. And we will see you next time. We mess it up. Bye, everyone. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up.